Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in their most important relationships. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can enjoy that connection they are seeking. The topic for today's podcast is how to manage your mind in a crisis. Before we get started, I have something for you that will definitely help you manage your mind in a crisis. It's my daily gratitude worksheet. You can use it to cultivate more gratitude in your life. So I will put the link for this in the show notes for you to download. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how to manage your mind in a crisis. So this concept is one of the core teachings in my life coaching program, teaching people how to manage their mind. And the interesting thing is that I combine faith and mental health tools to help women do this. So it's not a purely secular Um, way of managing your mind, if you will, I really like to bring both faith and mental health into it. So from the faith-filled side, I draw inspiration for managing our minds from two specific places. One is from Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I just love that verse. I think it even sounds beautiful. And I think that God is telling us to try to focus on what is good. It's not our normal nature. And so it does take work. And I think God's trying to help us out there. And now the second place in scripture where I draw inspiration is from the Proverbs 31 woman. So for those of you who might not be familiar with her, the Proverbs 31 woman is a fictional character in the Bible meant to be an inspiration to women and a celebration of women. This woman has many great qualities that many of us share, and one of them is a strong mind. Proverbs 31.25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. When I think of this, I just think of her just kind of throwing her head up in the air and laughing like a ha ha ha, like I can laugh at the days to come. And that's because she's got her mind right. And so I think that this woman is also inspiring us to cultivate a good attitude, no matter what our circumstances. And right now our circumstances are definitely requiring us to dig deep and look for some positive things, some good things and some blessings. And so now I want to step over to the mental health side to blend these together for you. I've learned this tool from different places in various forms over the years, but most recently the Life Coach School has put this all together in such a neat little package that makes it super easy for anyone to learn. So I'm going to explain this model to you, and then I'm going to give you a couple of real life case studies to show you how it works. So the method is called the model, and there are five parts to the model. Circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Those five parts all work together in that order. So 
that's how the, this is how this works. A circumstance happens. You have a thought about that circumstance. That thought causes you to feel a feeling about that circumstance, an emotion. That feeling causes you to take an action. And then that action gives you a result. So the first concept that is vital to understand with the way this model is taught is that circumstances are always neutral, meaning the circumstance is not good or bad. For example, the coronavirus, it's a circumstance. It's not good or bad. Where you want to argue with me right now, don't you? What is good or bad about this virus is your thought about it. Because we can have a lot of different thoughts about this virus, right? And so the fact that a circumstance is neutral and isn't actually good or bad is actually a really good thing, you guys. Because if we think that a circumstance will determine if we are happy or not, then we are giving all of our power away to that circumstance from the mental health perspective, right? Because oftentimes we can't change the circumstance. We can't change this right now. We can't make it go away. So I want to chime in from the faith perspective on this thought. And that is what I truly believe. God wants us to find joy in everything always. He's not saying we should be grateful for this virus, but we should find positive things, blessings that are happening in the midst of this virus. And and whatever your challenging crisis is in your life, that is our challenge from God is to trust him and to find his peace and to try to see the joy that we can find in any situation. And so I wanted to bring this in now just to show you how we blend our faith with our mental health. They work together and they support each other. And for those of us who are faith-filled, it even brings so much more peace. And so let's see. I want to move forward here with our model because what, what I think a lot of us are thinking is, I will be happier when this virus is gone. I'll be happier when this is over. I'll be happier when we don't have to shelter at home anymore, right? But thinking that thought, it's not helping. It's not changing anything. It's kind of a waste of time. Our challenge is to be happy right now, not to waste this time. I don't think God wants us to waste it either. We have a lot of opportunities that are right in front of us to make our lives better, even in this very moment. And I'm seeing so much of that on on social media where I follow along. And so to go back to the model, the main point of everything I just explained to you is to convince you that your problem is never the circumstance that's happening. It's always your thoughts about that circumstance. Because if we get stuck wishing our circumstances would change, we're only going to feel frustrated because we're never going to get out of it, right? And so we have to learn how to manage our thoughts so that we can feel better. Now, before I say this, I want to say sometimes we just want to linger in our sadness or our grief, and that's okay. Go ahead. I would definitely encourage you. That's a very healthy thing to do. Take some time to journal about it, pray about it, talk with a friend about it. Go ahead and and honor that. We're all going through that. But then when you're feeling ready, when you're frustrated with being frustrated and frustrated with being sad, then when you're ready, let's work on changing your thought because that's the part that seems difficult to do. 
because what we're doing is we're making the circumstance seem like a fact. So let's look at how we do that because this is something that I help my clients with in all different circumstances in life, with their marriages, with their parenting, with the current situation, with their work situations. This works for absolutely any problem in the whole world. So let's come through a recent example. I told you I would give you some case case studies. So a recent example is a client came to our call with a thought about the coronavirus that was causing her a lot of pain. And so we're going to walk through her model together. So her circumstance was that the coronavirus came to the United States. True, right? That's, That's a fact. Her thought was, this is terrible. And that generated a feeling of fear within her. And she actually used the word terrified, not fear. So because of her fear, now we're moving on to our action. Because of her fear, the action was that she was acting crabby and on edge around her family. And the result of acting crabby and on edge around her family was that she was creating disconnect in her home with her husband and her children when what she really wanted above all else was connection with them. And she was ready to change. She was ready to feel better, to have that happiness and connection come back. And so we talked about how a different thought could help her feel better and get a better result. And so this is the new model that we came up with. The circumstance was the same. The coronavirus came to the U.S., right? We can't change that. Now, instead of the thought, this is terrible, the new thought she chose was, I have faith that God will bring us through this. And the feeling this thought generated was peace. Can you feel that peace? I have faith that God will bring us through this. That brings me peace too. So from this feeling of peace, my client was able to feel more present in her body and know that she could live more in the moment and make the best out of the situation with her family. And then the result would be connected relationships with her husband and her children. And that's what she wanted more than anything, right? That's more than anything that comes out of this circumstance. She wants to be able to remain connected with her family. And so this is a really cool result that she had from just changing one thought. She was able to go back to that connection that she wanted. And now I'm not saying that it's easy to change a thought or that it's permanent, Because what's going to happen is this client, after our call, will be fine for a while, and then her mind will allow that fear to creep back up on her. And it might start to take her down a little bit, but now that she knows all she needs to do is choose a new thought, she can do that. And it's really called a practice, right? Like she can just keep practicing choosing the new thought. And when she does that, the peace will return. Sometimes it will be easier than others. Sometimes you'll be able to just pop the new thought in and you're off and running. Other times you might want to kind of go back to the beginning and maybe journal out your negative feelings again to get them out. And then you might feel ready to go put the new thought in. So just have faith that it is a practice and it might take time. Some circumstances are easier than others and some thoughts are easier than others to work with. And so I just wanted to share one more example with you of a different client who lost her job as a result of the coronavirus. So her circumstance is that her employer told her that she was going to be temporarily laid off. And her thought was, this is the worst thing ever. How will I ever find another job right now? That thought caused her to feel fear. 
and that fear caused the action of her spinning and worry in her mind. Can any of you relate to that? I totally can. And so the result was that she still didn't have a job and she was acting really stressed out around her loved ones because she was all up in her head and not living in the moment. And so this was not the result that she wanted. And the whole reason she hired me was help to help her have more connected relationships with her loved ones. So this was something that she wanted to work on. And so we created a new model. So the circumstance was the same. Her employer told her that she was being temporarily laid off. But now instead of thinking, this is the worst thing ever, how will I ever find another job right now? She chose a new thought that said, I know I'm valuable. I'm sure I can find something else. And that thought gave her the feeling of hope. I could even feel that hope for her. And the cool thing is that the hope gave her energy and the ability to go online and start looking for a new position. And so now, as you can see, her result is that she's one step closer to finding a new job because she's got clear mind, a clear head, some energy, and she can go out there and look instead of just sitting there spinning in the worry and the fear. Because that worry and the fear, it sucks your energy from you and makes you not feel like you have the energy to look for a job. It just makes you feel like sick with overwhelm. And I am definitely speaking from experience on that. And so um, that's why when we realize we're there and we're done being there, it's time to move on. And this is a way that you can do it. This process can help you totally change how you think and how you feel and the result that you bring to yourself. So what this allows us to do is instead of blame the virus and give the virus all of our power, we take control back so that we can feel better and take action and come out of this situation better and stronger than when it started. That's what I want. And I bet that's what you want too. And so this is a tool that can really help you do that. You become the boss of your thoughts. Think about it that way if you have to, right? It's like, you're not going to be the boss of me. I'm the boss of you. And it's true. You really are the boss of your thoughts. But I know my friends, that this is easier said than done. So please reach out to me if you need some help because I would love to help you practice this in your own life with whatever crisis or whatever part of the crisis that you might be dealing with. Just let me know and let me know if you have any specific questions. And definitely download your free daily gratitude journal because that's really gonna help you get your mind in a better place. I will put the link for you to download it in the show notes. And also join us in the Life Design community on Facebook where it's just a positive inspiration for helping you in your life to be happier and more connected to your loved ones. All right. Thank you so much. I hope this was helpful and I will see you next week.